Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 174 of The Informed Catholic. So I have two articles by, by Micaiah Hickson of LifeSite News. And uh, it's continuing looking at the um, criticism of uh, Pope Francis's new encyclical, uh, Fratelli Tutti. <laughs> yes, I know I'm, my Latin is not good, but it um, it basically means the brotherhood of all. All right, before we begin, let's uh, uh, first please subscribe to my podcast. Subscribe and share. That will be a great help. Uh, share it with your friends. This would help me a great deal. Uh, it would help this show a great deal because um, it would let Spotify and Anchor those are the ones I do my podcast through. And it would also let Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all the other platforms uh, to uh, keep distributing my podcast. And it would be a great help. So let's begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, let's begin. McKay Hickson, LifeSite News. She's a blogger, and um, she she's always uh, she writes great articles. In a new new encyclical, Pope Francis seems to promote religious indifferentism. All right. When writing in the eighth chapter of fraternal relations among religions, Pope Francis endorses a sense that all religions are good and even can witness to God. May um, This is Monday, October 5th, 2020. And here's a photograph with uh, one of the Arab uh, princes. Pope Francis stands next to Sheikh Mohammed uh, Ibn Rashid al-Mahdam. Vice President and Prime Minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai doing, during a welcome ceremony at Presidential Palace on February 4th, 2019 in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. Um, McKay Hickson, October 5th, 2020, LifeSite News. Pope Francis in his new encyclical, Fratali Toti, makes statements that seem to promote religious indifference and the view that different religions are in themselves good and pleasing to God. He claims that we, the believers of the different religions, know that our witness to God benefits our societies, thereby implying that non-Catholic religions can witness to God. Furthermore, the Pope only speaks about salvation with regard to medical emergencies such as the coronavirus or poverty, but not with regard to the salvation of souls. Now we're getting to it. You see, this is the question about Pope Francis doesn't seem to want to be pinned down. He doesn't want to be pinned down. He doesn't seem to be want to be pinned down for Christ. And this is where the problem is starting to be. be uh, he's losing it. He's losing. I mean, there are people who are defending him. Trust me, go on Instagram. I just 
dealt with somebody, uh, I, I didn't get into an argument with the person because I didn't want to. I didn't want to go into an argument. But he was very hostile about Taylor Marshall. He was very hostile about Vigano. He was very hostile about Cardinal Burke and Schneider. There's a lot of people that just, I think, they already hold to this universal idea. They already hold to it. I asked the individual if the the document, the new encyclical, is Christ-centered. And he answered with, you know, an absolute very, but he didn't give me he didn't give me any details about it. But there are other people who um who disagreed. I mean they they seem to like my questioning. Um uh, then what about someone like Archbishop Sh uh, Schneider up uh, Athanasius Schneider of Kazakhstan. What about Cardinal Burke? What about Vigano? You know, what about, you know, what about that? I mean, I, I brought up Taylor Marshall, right? I brought up Taylor Marshall and he, he attacked Taylor Marshall as, uh, almost like being a separatist, uh, like a schismatic. And I, I know Taylor Marshall is not a schismatic. All right, he's not a because uh, he's not a schismatic. He's not in at all in any uh, in any sense of the word. I would never call him that because he disagrees with Pope Francis. You can disagree with the Pope. You can most definitely disagree with the Pope. There's no problem in disagreeing with the Pope. The problem lies in the fact the Pope is not making himself clear. And that's what Cardinal Burke and Schneider and all the other bishops and the cardinals who have, even from the very beginning, I mean, there are new ones now, even Vigano, the Pope is not deliberately answering the question. He's not making himself clear on certain issues. He's not answering them. He doesn't, and he now, up to 2020, when there was the, 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 the four cardinals, the four cardinals and bishops who signed that document for clarity, for fraternal clarity, for him to be clear on certain issues that he's saying, on sexuality, on marriage, and uh, other issues, he, Pope Francis, has not to this day bothered to answer them. That should tell you what's going on here. Even now to 2020, he has not bothered to answer them. Well, that's it. That's, that's, you know, and that, you know, that's, that's where we are. So now with regard to this, he seems to be the further he pulls away, the more he answers the question from far away rather than up close. He's, he, he's holding on to this, this idea of this universalist idea of, of all religions, but he, you know, but with regard to the salvation of souls, whether, um, do these religions save souls? He won't answer the question. Are they the same as, of, uh, as Catholicism as they the same as Christian religion? No, he won't, he won't, he won't look you in your face and answer your question. Pope Francis covers in his 200 page document. Wow. That is divided into eight chapters, many secular topics such as poverty, war, the atomic bomb, the death penalty, immigration, fear, and the coronavirus, as well as the need to increase international fraternity and collaboration. But when it comes to matters of the faith, 
he seems quite disinterested in defending the uniqueness of the Catholic faith and its necessity for the salvation of souls. The Pope explicitly states that he had been encouraged to write this document by the Grand Imam Ahmed Al-Tayyib, with whom I met in Abu Dhabi, where we declare that God has created all human beings equal in rights, duties, and dignity, and has called them to live together uh, as brothers and sisters. The controversial document of Abu Dhabi also contains the statement that the diversity of religions is willed by God, a statement that had provoked Bishop Athanasius Schneider, there you go, to issue a public critique of it, asking Pope Francis to correct it publicly. There. There's your, there, there's your first uh, protest right there. All right? Bishop Athanasius Schneider. We're going to get back to that. In his new document, Pope Francis argues that each country should preserve its own cultural foundation, seemingly rejecting the idea of going out and converting all nations to the Catholic faith, a country that moves forward while remaining solidly grounded in its original cultural sub, um, substratum, substratum, is a treasure for the whole of humanity. We need to develop the awareness that nowadays we are either all saved together or no one is saved. That's page 137, I guess. Here he does not speak, well, maybe it's maybe paragraph 137. Here he does not speak of salvation in religious and supernatural terms, but rather of a survival of the nations as such. When writing in the eighth chapter on fraternal relations among religions, Pope Francis, in, Pope Francis endorses a sense that all religions are good and, e and even can witness to God. From our faith experience and from the wisdom accumulated over centuries, he writes, but also from lessons learned from our many weaknesses and failures. We, the believers of the different religions, wow, we, the believers of different religions, know that our witness to God benefits our societies. How can a religion that does not adore the Holy Trinity or acknowledge the incarnation of Jesus Christ as the Son of God, witness to God, one may ask. Here we remember that Bishop Schneider, in a recent September 20 interview, with Gloria TV insisted that there is no other way of salvation that Jesus Christ and that the other religions are not willed by God. There is no, no, there is no other way to salvation than Jesus Christ and that the other religions are not willed by God. We are called to believe in Jesus Christ. Bishop Schneider stated, prayers that are not directed to Jesus Christ are according to, to this prelate not willed by God and so one should invite one should invite other religions to pray to Christ when discussing the free Masonic goal of universal fraternity Bishop Schneider also reminded us that we are what Christianity had brought, brought us brothers in Christ children in God that other concept of fraternity is a fraternity on a mere natural level he means mere human level 
Pope Francis goes so far to claim that God is pleased with and actively involved in other religions when he states that the church esteems the ways in which God works in other religions and rejects nothing of what is true, holy in these religions. Further insinuating it is to be, um, it, um, insinuating it is to be fine that different religions have different sources of inspiration and faith. The Pope writes later, others drink from other sources. For us, the wellspring of human dignity and fraternity is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Does this, does this mean, one may ask, that it is beneficial and good for others to drink from the other sources? After all, Pope Francis, after making this statement, does not um but mean this fact i mean he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't say no nor does he say yes he seems to he says the other wellsprings are fine now that you can go to the wellspring of islam and drink from islam's traditions you can go to the i guess hinduism and drink from them and buddhism as well and you might as well go to atheism because if you want to say that other religions you could drink from from the wellspring of atheism and maybe choose to be an atheist. He's very universal about it. He doesn't he doesn't really he doesn't draw the line anywhere. Pope Francis also uh, also once more defends the concept of the human right of religious freedom, something that has come into the church with the Second Vatican Council. One fundamental human right must not be forgotten in the journey towards fraternity and peace, he writes, and then adds it's religious freedom for believers of of all religions. I guess this would be Article 279. Wow. It was here, once more, Bishop Shatter, who has insisted that the concept of religious freedom is alien to the Catholic tradition, insomuch as there cannot be declared a human right to choose a wrong religion. Here, the aspect of tolerance comes in. The church or Catholic ruler rulers tolerate other religions but one cannot possibly state that one has a, the right to choose a false religion in schneider's view this concept has actually led to the pachimama worship of last year in the vatican gardens schneider said last year you have no right to choose idolatry you have no right to offend god through idolatry or through blasphemy well, one has to say that Pope Francis has been very consistent, right? He continued, This is already rooted here in the Vatican Council. If you have a right by God given to you by nature also to be able to choose acts of idolatry like Pachamama, when it is rooted in your dignity of man even to choose a Pachamama religion, this is the last consequence of this exp uh, expression of the Council text. Huh. Dignatus Humani. In Return to Fratelli Toti, Chapter 8, here the Pope claims that God loves each person regardless of religion. Even if they are atheists, his love is the same. He adds without differentiating that which God loves everybody on earth and wishes everybody salvation. He will not receive them into the Beatitude without that certain condition, such as living of the Ten Commandments are, are met. On contrary, Pope Francis indicates that many might be saved who are atheists 
who are of other religious backgrounds, when he then adds, when the last day comes and there is sufficient light to see things as they really are, we are going to find ourselves quite surprised. This is paragraph 278. When Pope Francis does reject the idea of relativism, it is not with regard to the religious question, but rather with regard to the truth of human dignity. That is to say, a secular term. He expounds that. Uh, that. Is it possible to be concerned for truth, to seek truth that responds to life's deepest meaning? What is law without the conviction born of a of of uh, age-old reflection and great wisdom that each human being is sacred and in inviolable? If society is to have a future, it must respect the truth of our human dignity and submit to that truth. Murder is not wrong simply because it is socially unacceptable and punished by law, but because of a deeper conviction. This is a non-negotiable truth attained by the use of reason and accepted in conscience. That is to say, Pope Francis does not state that society must respect the truth about our salvation and submit to that truth, but he may merely states that society must submit to certain moral truth, such as that murder is wrong. In this limited way, Pope Francis even admits that intrinsically evil acts are always evil, as stated by John Paul II and quoted by this new encyclical. What it, what when it when it um, sorry when is when it is a matter of the moral norms prohibiting intrinsic evil, there are no privileges or exceptions for anyone. Article uh, two two hundred nine. Pope Francis makes no such claim about the truth of the Catholic faith something that one would expect from a pope. With regard to such universal, uh, universally valid, uh, valid moral laws, where he does not use that concept of the natural law, Pope Francis then putting it into the context of religion insists that such truth may not lead to one moral system. Not lead to one moral, such truth may not lead to one moral system. That's very universalist right there. As believers, we are convinced that human nature as a source of ethical principles was created by God and that ultimately it is he who gives those principles their solid foundation. This does not result in an ethical rigidity, nor does it lead to the imposition of any, any, any one moral system, since fundamental and universally valid moral principles can be embodied in different practical rules. Thus, room for dialogue will always exist. He doesn't want to be pinned down. You see what I'm saying? He doesn't want to be pinned down. This is this is his his motto, you know? In a first response to Fertility, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano wrote in a text for the Italian journalist Aldo Maria Villa that the supernatural dimension is totally absent. He even goes so far as to state that when reading this document, everyone will be led to believe that it was written by a Freemason, not by the Vicar of Christ. Huh. The Italian prelate sees here a vague deism and uh, philanthropism as a, at play that has no, nothing Catholic in it. I, I totally agree. 
The supernatural dimension is totally absent, just as absent is the reference to the necessity of belonging to the mystical body of Christ, which is the Holy Church. In order to achieve eternal salvation, Vigano writes, adding, there is a serious distortion of the concept of brotherhood. For Catholic, this is only in Christ possible. If anyone has God as a father through baptism, while for Pope Francis, this would be realized by the mere fact of belonging to humanity. Huh. Similar to Bishop Schneider, Archbishop Vigano also criticizes the concept of religious liberty. Instead, one should speak of the divine right of the church to freedom of worship, preaching, and government. Instead, the Second Vatican Council replaced this divine right with the right to spread error, not only in general, but even in Christian nations. However, the rights of truth cannot be parted by granting rights to error. The Italian prelate continued, the church has the right to freedom, while false religions do not. For Archbishop Vigano, this new papal document might receive the applause of God's enemies, but it confirms the inexhaustible abandonment of the church's evangelizing mission. All right, that was that part. Uh, now we'll go to another article. All right, so here's the other article here. This is again from uh, October 6th. This is going to focus on Vigano. Um, sorry, Archbishop Vigano on Pope's new Fratelli, Fratelli Tutti document, Brotherhood Against God is Blasphemous. Archbishop Vigano criticizes uh, equivocally the statements of Fratelli Tutti that are lacking clarity. He once more rejects the novel concept of religious liberty introduced by the Second Vatican Council, which Pope Francis once more now endorses. This is from Tuesday, October 6, 2020. Again, by Micaiah Hickson, October 6, 2020. In comments, life site, see full document below. We're going to go through that. Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano strongly criticizes different statements of the new papal encyclical on human fraternity, fratelli tutti, that seems to promote religious indifferentism, the idea that other religions are just as pleasing to God as the Catholic faith. LifeSite reached out to the Italian prelate, asking him to comment on a few specific quotations from the new papal document that seems to indicate an attitude of religious indifferentism and the lack of zeal to convert others to Catholicism. LifeSite repre uh, presented these quotations yesterday in an initial report. That's the one I just read to you. In commenting on some of the new papal statements, the prelate rejects Pope Francis' claim that we, the believers of different religions, remember I, I stopped at that line, we, the believers of different religions, know that our witness to God benefits our societies. Here, Pope Francis suggests that a religion that is not following Jesus Christ could be good for society, thus excluding the claim of Jesus Christ as the king of society. As Pope Pius XI has explained them in his 1925 encyclical, Quies Primus, such as 
a brotherhood that thereby is finally opposed to God since it does not acknowledge Christ's kingship to God. Since it does not acknowledge Christ's kingship on earth can finally be displeasing to God, according to Viga knows, yes, even blasphemous. The Italian prelate recently presented a large analysis of how Christ the King has not only been eliminated from society, but also from the Catholic Church in the wake of the Second Vatican Council. Moreover, Archbishop Viganò criticizes equivocal statements of Fratelli Totti, here a, a summary of that document, that are lacking clarity and once more rejects the novel concept of religious liberty introduced by the Second Vatican Council, which Pope Francis once more now endorses. This teaching on religious liberty has been recently criticized by both Archbishop Viganò and Athanasius Bishop uh, Bishop Athanasius Schneider, there can be no right to do what is wrong. They insisted. The Italian prelate makes it clear: the concept of religious freedom, which replaces the freedom of one religion, the freedom of the Catholic religion to exercise its mission, and the freedom of the faithful to adhere to the Catholic Church, without impediment from the state with the license to adhere to any creed, regardless of its credibility, what we have to believe. Okay, the credibility and uh, credini, cred, he uses the word here, credenta, what we have to believe. That's what I guess is a Latin word, is heretical, heretical and in uh, irreconcilable, ir, 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 uh, irreconcilable, I'm sorry, irreconcilable with the, immutable doctrine of the church. He continues by saying that the human being has no right to error. Freedom from coercion, magisterially explained by Leo XIII in his encyclical Libertatis Predestantum, does, does not eliminate the moral obligation to freely adhere only to the good, since upon the freedom of, the, of this act depends its morality that is, one's capacity to deserve a reward or a punishment. Pope, he, about Pope Francis' idea that different people drink from different sources, while we Catholics drink from the source of Jesus Christ, Archbishop Viganò says that, uh, that the only source from which it is possible to drink is our Lord Jesus Christ, through the one church that he has established for the salvation of souls. Rejecting this sense of equality, of the sources from which people drink, he reminds that other sources actually are not good for the soul's eternal life. Those who try to quench their thirst from other sources do not quench their thirst and almost certainly poison themselves. Moreover, when discussing Pope Francis' claim that God loves everybody, independent of his religion, and that in the end there might even be surprises, Archbishop Frigano becomes indignant and points out that, of course, God's love, love for us is proportionate to how our lives correspond to his commandments and instruction. While God created all of us and wishes our, and wishes our salvation, our own works and faith will finally be decisive. In the supernatural order, the prelate writes, God's love for a person is proportional to his state of grace, 
that is to the extent in which the soul corresponds to the gift of God through faith and works, deserving the eternal reward. Therefore, in the face of such ambiguous and misleading papal statements, the Archbishop comments, among those who will have several surprises, there will actually be those who believe they can adulterate the faith and moral order with the ravings of the modernists and the adherence of the perverse ideologies of the century. And it will be seen that what the Church has always preached and the anti-Church absently uh, denies corresponds exactly to what our Lord taught to the apostles. We as Catholics should defend the uniqueness of the faith to include the healing and grace-filled gifts of the seven sacraments as means of salvation. We should not dilute it by ignoring the social kingship of Christ, his claim over our temporal life here on earth, and by the posing a brotherhood that is not based on a faith in Jesus Christ. All right, so we're going to get now. That was long, I'm sorry, but uh, I thought that we should um, look at it. I have here uh, the uh, his statement, so I'll read that part. All right. The following are Archbishop Vigano's responses to each of the encyclical quotes presented to him by LifeSite. Article 274. From our faith experience and from the wisdom accumulated over centuries, but also from lessons learned from our many weaknesses and failures, we the believers of the different religions know that our witness to God benefits our societies. The proposition here, that, that's, the, that's from the article. Now his response, Archbishop Vigano's response. The proposition, we the believers of different religions know that our witness to God benefits our society is deliberately equivocal, making God present, a present mean nothing in the strict sense of, uh, of, of, nothing in a strict sense. God is present in himself. In a broad sense, if one intends to make God present through the presence of one, one or more religions, as opposed to the departure from religious values referred to in point uh, to 275, as the text seems to suggest, the proposition is erroneous and heretical because it puts on the same level the divine revelation of the living and true God with the prostitution, as the sacred scripture calls false religions, to argue that the presence of false religions benefits our societies is equally heretical, because it not only offends the majesty of God, but also legitimizes the, the actions of descend, uh, descendants, dissidents, I'm sorry, dissidents, attributing merit rather than responsibility for the damnation of souls and for the wars of religious wage against the church of Christ by heretics, Muslims and idolaters. This passage is also offensive because it superstitiously implies that the good for our society has been generally acquired also by learning from many of our weaknesses and failures, while in reality the weakness and failures are, are attributed to the sects and only indirectly and um, per accident to the men, men of the church. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I know that our witness to God benefits our society. 
he's he's right. He's totally right here. This is this is this is absolutely right. I mean, I can't believe the Pope agreed to this. The good of our society also learning. I mean, while in reality the weakness and failures are attributed to sex only indirectly, in part accidents to the men of the church. Finally, I would like to point out, this is Bigano, that our religious indifferentism implicitly promotes promoted the text for Tuti, which defines as good for our societies the presence of any religion instead of the liberty and exaltation of the Holy Mother Church. It denies, in fact, the sovereign rights of Jesus Christ, King and Lord of individuals, of the societies and of nations. This 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 is dethroning Christ. I totally agree. This is dethroning it, it is dethroning Christ in a very subtle way. Pius the Ninth in his immortal encyclical Quaes Primes proclaims what wonder then that he whom St. John calls the Prince of the Kings of the Earth appears in the Apostles' vision of the future as he who has on his garment and on his thigh written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It is Christ whom the Father has appointed heir of all things, for he must reign until at the end of the world he has put all his enemies under the feet of God and the Father. And since since the enemies of God cannot be our friends, the brotherhood of the peoples against God is, is not only ontologically impossible, but theologically blasphemous. Oh, wow. All right. This is uh, the, next, the next question. Okay. Article 277. The church esteems the ways in which God works in other religions and rejects nothing of what is true and holy in these religions. She has a high regard for their manner of life and conduct, their precept and doctrines, which often reflects a ray of, of that truth, which enlightens all men and women. <sighs> all right, let's, let's see what this... The reference to the conciliar document Nostra At... Atet is the confirmation of the ideological link of the Bregolian heretical thought. All right. With the premises earlier set by Vatican II, in false religions, there is nothing true and holy. Exe, since any element of truth that they can preserve or any case usurped and used to conceal the error and make it more harmful. No respect can be according to false religions, whose precepts and doctrines must be excluded and rejected in their entirety. If then among these elements of truth and holiness, Bergoglio wants to include, for example, the concept of one God who should bring Catholics closer to those who profess a monotheistic religion, it should be clarified that there is a substantial and unavoidable difference between the true God that the true God, one and triune, and the merciful God, uh, and the merciful God of Islam. Uh, let me put it that he put the word God, God, merciful God of Islam, with a small g. Uh, wow. All right. The next uh, here, two hundred seventy-seven. Others drink from other sources. For us, the wellspring of human dignity and fraternity is in the Gospel of Jesus Christ. The only source from which 
which it is possible to drink is our Lord Jesus Christ and through the one true church that he has established for the salvation of souls. Those who try to quench their thirst from other sources do not quench their thirst and, and almost certainly poison themselves. It is also disputable that the heterodox concept of human dignity and brotherhood which Fratelli Totti speaks can be found in the gospel, which is indeed clearly contradicts this horizontal immunitist and indifferentist vision of the theorized by Bergoglio. Finally, the, the specification for us is misleading because it relativizes the objectivity of the gospel message to a personal way of seeing the experiencing things and consequently deprives of it of its authority which arises from the divine and supernatural origin of sacred scripture he's he's putting by saying us well the pope is actually setting all the different religions as a much higher authority than that of the church and the gospel, the gospel itself, the gospel of Jesus Christ, because he's actually sidelining Christ's authority, sidelining the authority of the gospel and all the apostles and the saints by creating this new us with these other religions that are that don't recognize Christ as Savior. I mean, I, you know, I'm beginning to wonder the person who said to me that is Christ-centered, if he even re if he really read it. One fundamental human right must not be forgotten in, uh, this is 279 now, Article 279. One fundamental human right must not be forgotten in the journey towards fraternity and peace. It is religious freedom for the believers of, of all religions. Religious freedom for believers of all religions is not a human right, but an abuse of devoid of any theological foundation. And even before that, it is neither philosophical nor logical. This concept of religious freedom, which replaces the freedom of the one religion, the freedom of the Catholic religion to exercise its mission, and the freedom of the faithful to adhere to the Catholic Church without impediment from the state, with the license to adhere to any creed, regardless of its credibility and credentia, which we have to believe, is heretical and irreconcilable with the immutable doctrine of the church. The human being has no right to error. Freedom from coercion, magisterially explained by Leo XIII in encyclical Libertas, Libertas Predestium, I know, I'm, I'm sorry, does not eliminate the moral obligation to freely adhere only to the good, since upon the freedom of this act depends its morality that is one's capacity to deserve a reward or punishment. The state can tolerate error in certain situations, but it can never legitimately place error on the same level as truth, nor consider all religions to be equivalent or relevant. Religious indifferentism is condemned by the magisterium, just as religious relativism. The church has the mission of converting souls to the one true faith, snatching them from the darkness of error and vice, theorizing an alleged right to error and its diffusion is also an offense to God, a betrayal of the vicarious authority of the sacred pastors, which they must exercise for the purpose for which it was established and not to spread the error and discredit of the church of Christ. It is unbelievable 
that the vicar of Christ, I forgot Bergoglio has renounced his this title, can, can recognize any right to false religions, since the church is the Lamb's bride, and it would be blasphemous just to think that our Lord could have more brides. Huh. This is really painful because I really can't believe he's did this. This is really, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if this is really just attracting uh, universalist people, people who, in a sense, it could, it, it, it will definitely attract those people who want this kind of, this kind of uh, church. I mean, if someone someone will say Christ centered because they they've invented a Christ of their own, in order to have this kind of belief, you have to reject you have to reject orthodoxy completely. And Pope Francis is writing something. This this whole thing is more for the so called universalist, like a new age person who wants to believe that there are many paths that 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 God, that Christ, or God can appear to you. You know, in other religions, that God can appear as Buddha, God can appear as a Hindu god, God can appear as something like Pachamama. Uh, you, you know, this this definitely is a more universalist approach, and it's very blasphemous, blasphemous and dangerous. All right, let's continue. Article two hundred eighty-one: God does not see with his eyes; God sees with his heart, and God's love is the same. For everyone, regardless of religion, even if they are atheists, his love is the same. When in the last day comes and there is sufficient light to see things as they really are, we are going to find ourselves quite surprised from the film Pope Francis, A Man of His Word by Wim Wanders in 2018. The use of striking expressions lacking in clarity of meaning is one of the ways the innovators used to in, in, in insinuate errors without formulating them clearly. The proposition God does not look with his eyes, God looks with his heart, can be at best a moving expression, but devoid of any doctrinal value. On the contrary, it leads us to believe that in God, knowledge and love are disassociated, that God's love is blind and that consequently the orientation of our own actions has no value in his eyes. In his eyes, The proposition God's love is the same for every person or whatever religion is gravely equivocal and deceptive, more insidious than a blatant heresy. It leads us to believe that man's free response and adherence to God's love is irrelevant to his eternal destiny. In the natural order, God creates every person with an act of gratuitous love. God's love is extended to all his creatures. But every human person is created with a view to filial adoption and for an eternal glory. God grants each person the supernatural graces necessary so that each, so that each one can know him, love him, serve him, obey his law inscribed in the heart, and thus comes to embrace the faith. In the supernatural order, God's love for a person is proportional to his state of grace. That is, to the extent to which the soul corresponds to the gift of God through faith and works, deserving the eternal reward in the plans of providence of love for the sinner, 
including the heretic, the pagan, and the atheist. One can, uh, it can consist in granting the greater graces, touching his heart, and leading him to his repentance, adherence to the true faith. When the last day arrives, and there will be sufficient light on the earth to be able to see things as they are, we will have several surprises. This proposition suggests that what the church teaches can somehow be disproved on the day on the day of the last judgment among those who will have several surprises there will actually be those who believe that they can adulterate the faith and the moral order with the ravings of the ravings of a modernist and adherence to the perverse ideologies of the century it will be seen that which what the church has o always preached and that the anti-church upsetly denies corresponds exactly to what our Lord taught the apostles. Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop. Unbelievable. He's right. I'm sorry, but Pope Francis, um, I don't think he sees himself really as Pope. I think it's like that what he what Pope, what uh, Archbishop Vigano said to the um, the Spanish. Um, the Spanish individual, uh, I can't remember the name, but this is a superimposed, uh, the, the, this false church, this modernist Vatican II church, and I hate to say it, it's Vatican II, because all this madness and craziness has to happen because there's, a, there, there's an Achilles heel. Superimpose itself on the real church to pass itself as a church while denying the faith. This is basically a pope who has all the appearances of a pope. He is pope. Legally, he's pope. But he, he rejects the teachings of the church. So he's pope by appearance. And by all, 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 all legal means, he is pope. But he seems to reject the faith. He seems to be a person who... This is, this is all the... The result of the 1960s, um, I guess you're going to have to call him. I guess you can call him uh, 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 Boomer. He's a Boomer Pope. <laughs> He's a Boomer Pope. And Boomer uh, basically has never bothered to challenge his ideas through uh, uh, proven doctrine, proven doctrine of the church. And he basically has... Um, doesn't want to be challenged. He he wants to hold on to it. It's a tired old thing. And he wants to believe that there's still a chance that they can, you know, create the world of uh, this, like, like a John Lennon church. Imagine there's no people. Imagine there's no religion. That's what it seems like. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want this. I don't want Pope Francis's uh, Fratelli Tutti. I don't care. I don't care about his Fruity Tutti encyclical. I don't care for it. I'm going to go to the classic Catholicism that has a that that ha, that that has a compass. It's like these these people uh, of this flower child religion. There's a saying the English has like sending a uh, a sailor out to sea without a biscuit. I say you're sending a sailor out to sea who doesn't know how to navigate. And we may, we'll just be surprised by where, which direction we'll go, you know, because this will be the God of surprises. This will be the, the church of surprises. And then you're heading to a gigantic uh, shore with rocks 
And, uh, you know, you know, he keeps saying, well, we're going to be surprised. Yeah, we're all going to be shipwrecked. And we're all going to be dead. That's that's the direction you're taking us. You don't even know how to navigate. You don't even have a map. You don't know how to read the stars. You don't know how to uh, to to work the, the ship. You don't even know. You don't even know where you put the anchor. You know, you're oh, maybe you forgot about the anchor. It this is this is it. This is this is the kind of church, this is the kind of sailor. This this is this is the Peter we have. At least the other Peter knew how to navigate, knew how to read the stars, knew how to knew how to follow a compass, knew knew which direction he was heading. You know, he might have been scared. You know, he might have been faulted. Okay, at least he had the guts to get on the water in the beginning. You know, before he started sinking. At least he's not afraid to jump into the water. And he knows which direction the shore is. This this Peter doesn't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to end it here and we'll get back with another article. God bless.